Watch. I'm Alicia. I'm Sarah. And this is a podcast about exploring uh, gay lady movies and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Movies so. with gay women. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't necessarily have to be about them, but just definitely has some sort of gay aspect to it. Yeah. Yeah. Part of the culture. <laughs> the culture. <laughs> okay. So today we are looking at Personal Best. Personal Best, which is a 1982 movie. Did you write down the director? Yeah. Uh, Robert Town. Oh, that's right. And he's famous for um, something that I completely forgot now. I was actually looking him up because his name looks really familiar, mm-hmm. but I can't pinpoint who he is. And I looked him up and I couldn't find anything. I think he like... was a screenwriter on... Um, some kind of, like, highbrow famous movie from, like, a long time ago. But. Possibly. Yeah, I think I just was looking at his, at his directing credits, mm-hmm. so I didn't see. Oh, that's probably why. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I'm really sad that, like, an old white dude made this. Not that I'm surprised, because, <laughs> first of all, 1982. Yeah. Second of all, that's just how it works in the world. Mm-hmm. They're the ones who, like, get to make movies. But I thought, for the most part, this movie was, like, really nuanced and I thought so too I really liked it I was surprised oh my god I'm so happy you said that (laughs) because all right hold on thoughts running (laughs) through my head (laughs) um one I was really happy that you liked it because you're a runner yes and even though you don't do like track and field no but this movie yeah it's all about I was like I know that Sarah can like you know, connect with the athleticism in this movie. I really did. Yeah, and yeah. I hadn't seen, I haven't seen, I hadn't seen this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a movie that I had heard about ever since I went on the internet and developed, or, you know, an understanding of what it means to be a lesbian or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> and started looking at, like, gay media. Mm-hmm. This was always a movie that, like, popped up, and I was just like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll get to it at some point. I uh-huh. finally did. Yeah. Um, I forgot the other thing that I was, oh, yeah, nuanced. Nuanced. Yeah, I was. I was. There was really, a lot going on. I was really surprised. Mm-hmm. Pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's funny because, so one of the stars is Mariel Hemingway, who is Ernest Hemingway's grand granddaughter. Oh, get out! Yeah, and actually, he committed suicide like three months before she was born. So there's actually this whole documentary that I haven't watched yet, but it's on Amazon. Wow. Um, that. I don't know if she made it or if she's just the subject of it, but it's, like, about mental health in her family, and it wow. looks really interesting. That's she, really cool. Yeah, and she was in that Woody Allen movie where she played, like, a teenager who was having an affair with him. And we all know about Woody Allen, so. Gross. <laughs> Sick fuck. Yeah, but um, like, she was really good. Having an affair with? With Woody Allen's character, like, a much oh, older. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, And... When I was reading the Wikipedia page for this movie, um, it said that she, or maybe it was her Wikipedia page, it said that she was in a lot of adult movies, including Personal Best and this Woody (laughs) Allen movie. (laughs) And I was like, Uh, oh, that's not what I thought adult meant. Yeah. Like, this movie is not a porn. (laughs) No. There's a lot of nudity. There is. That's part of the thing that I thought was really interesting, because Mm -hmm. with especially athletic teams. I mean, mm-hmm. I wasn't ever really on one, but, like, you have that team atmosphere, and nudity isn't, like, a... I don't know. It's not, like, taboo or anything. It's yeah. just, like, we're athletes. This is how we have to train or whatever. Yeah, totally. There's, and, like, athletes yeah. use their bodies all the time. They're constantly yeah. using them, thinking about them, like, focusing on them. And so I think for a lot of athletes, 
it just becomes really natural. Like, it there's not yeah, like you said, there's not that kind of taboo around your body's like a tool at that point. So it's not like necessarily being um, you know self conscious about it. Mm -hmm. Um, In I feel like a way that most people are self-conscious about their body. They mm-hmm. think of it more as, like, they're self-conscious about, like, you know, injuries or things like that. Oh, they yeah. They want to make sure that their their tool is in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you should top. hear some of the conversations me and my running friends have about, like, <laughs> pooping and stuff like that. <laughs> Just, like, there's no TMI. There's <laughs> it happens. Everything. And it's really relevant. To yeah, sport. of course. Especially yeah. running. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't, like I said, I can't run across this room but <laughs> I definitely know that yeah that's that's a huge part of running yeah um I also um I knew Marilyn Hemingway from Roseanne oh um, she was in Roseanne yeah so oh, only for like a couple of episodes okay. and I just want to clarify I loved Roseanne right. so much the past Roseanne past Roseanne um like the show I loved the show as mm-hmm. a kid it's something that I grew up with um like watching on on tv at, late at night just like reruns of it um, because, and I loved it because it just like reminded me so much of my own family, mm. um, you know, kind of blue collar, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. I don't like Roseanne Barr. She's no. a trash human being. Yes. Um, with that said, yeah. Marilyn Hemingway played the girlfriend of Nancy. No way. So she, she played was, a lesbian twice. Yes. So. Well, I guess she was bi in this movie, but whatever. Yeah. Which is, I don't think was in the vernacular at that point, but we can get Maybe to that. Not. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so she played a lesbian in Roseanne, and she kisses Roseanne on screen, and it was huh. the third lesbian kiss on TV ever. Wow. Isn't that nuts? The first one was in some kind of crime movie, or law thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. I forget what it was, but I looked it up, and yeah. because I originally thought that one was, um, I remember reading that the Meryl Hemingway and Roseanne Barr kiss was one of the ones that was, like, more... Like, someone wanted it. I don't know. I guess it was more, like, consensual or whatever. Oh, oh, like the characters in the show? Yeah, but I'm not actually sure, and I don't necessarily agree okay. with that, thinking back on the scene. Mm-hmm. But anyway. I mean, I can imagine it. Roseanne was not a gay character. No. So, I don't know. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I was like, I thought that was really cool, and she plays um, the girlfriend of Nancy, who's played mm. by Sandra Bernhardt. Right, right, right. Oh. I knew that gay. part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've seen some clips on YouTube. Uh, on the YouTube. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this story, um, this movie is starring Mariel Hemingway as yeah. Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Cahill. Chris Cahill. Great name. <laughs> um, the yeah. other star was a, an actual track star, right? Patrice Donnelly? Yeah, I'm pretty sure she was a, a track athlete. That makes sense. A tracklete, if you will. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Um, yeah, I didn't see much about her, so that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but that also surprises me, because she was really good. She was she really was good. Actress. They were great, like, both of them. Yeah. Um, it's also featuring uh, Scott Glenn, who plays Terry, their coach, right? Their coach, who crosses a lot of boundaries and is a really trash human. Yeah. And Kenny Moore, who plays a love interest uh, for Chris's character yeah. late in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, also not a fan. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's better than Terry, but yeah. the bar is really low there. <laughs> yeah. Terry is, like, one of those guys where, like, I hate him. Yeah. But I can understand growing to like him. 
And what I mean by that is, like, he kind of reminds me of my dad. (laughs) In the sense that, like, he says really stupid shit. Yeah. And it's really offensive. I don't know. But, like... I think also, like, I could see growing to like him in that time period where, like, that kind of thing was way more accepted and viewed as charming and... Just like we were talking about with the children's hour with yeah. that dude who was, like, doing donuts in his car. And <laughs> she found that so charming. Yeah. If he wasn't... He did have some redeeming qualities, which I guess is the part that I that I was okay with. But the fact that he uses the word cunt, like, a million times really pisses me off. Well, yeah. Everything he says pisses me off. But I think <laughs> the thing that really got me is that he is really just a bully and a gaslighter, and he pitted them against each other. He really did. And yeah. that really, really bugged me. Yeah, and it was like... He was so manipulative. Yeah, and I don't know if that's just like... just fucked up. I hear, like, crazy stories about, you know, coaches in all different kinds of sports, mm-hmm. you know, kind of manipulating their athletes mm-hmm. emotionally mm-hmm. to get them to kind of uh, compete you know, however, whatever outcome they want. Yeah. Um, I mostly hear about it in, like, football. Oh, um, really? You know, from really young ages, like, yelling at little kids and telling them to, like, not cry and stuff like yeah. that. And it's, well, like... yeah. That's a stereotype of a football coach, I yeah. guess. Um, Which I believe it's a real thing, too. Stereotypes yeah. come from somewhere. But for both of these, for that and this character, he's, like, breaking down them emotionally. Oh, yeah. And... I don't, we don't know if it's really like that with the other characters, but we can assume so. That mm. he's, like, building this emotional dependence on him. Yeah. Yeah, maybe like I don't a like really, him much. Yeah. And <laughs> he, he really tries to, like, he walks this fine line, which, in my opinion, he crosses of, like, really trying to get his athletes to, especially um, Chris and, what's her name? Tori. Tori. Chris and Tori, like to be really emotionally invested in him mm-hmm. and to the point where like there's these scenes where they're like staring into each other's eyes they're so close to each other mm-hmm. and you think like are they gonna kiss or something yeah and then there's one part it makes, it makes you uncomfortable yeah it makes you really uncomfortable yeah. it's super queasy he does that with both of them yeah yeah and that's why i think it's probably i know that they are kind of like the star athletes mm-hmm. of the group mm-hmm. Because they're doing the pentathlon, is that mm-hmm. what it is? Um, but, yeah, I can only imagine it's like like that with everyone yeah. on the team. Yeah. I don't know. Ugh. Speaking of the team, though, it <laughs> was kind of nice to see, like, racial and body diversity like, yeah. it, within the team. I was thinking of that. And Even I'm... though they were telling, like, they had the black, one of the black girls tell, like, really racist jokes. Oh, I know. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah, it's just like. Of the time period. Yeah, but just not okay. Yeah, I was like, ooh, this is really telling its time. Yeah. (laughs) Cringe. But also, like, what does it say that they made the black woman say it, too? True. You know, I don't know. Um, I'm sure it wasn't a conscious decision, but... No, most likely not. But, um, yeah, I also love that part about the different types of bodies Mm -hmm. and how they're all, you know, 
I was going to say on display, but that's not necessarily the case. They were just there. Yeah. Um, when they would go to, like, the sauna and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And it was really nice to see, yeah. you know, some, like, track athlete bodies mm-hmm. versus, like, a shot put body. Yeah. Or Yeah, because they're all or... athletes. Yeah. And it's really cool to have that kind of representation where it's, like, not all athletes are just stick figures yeah. who, like, need to be really skinny in order to do their sport. Yeah. It was really nice, and yeah. to see them. And even the runners, there was yeah. at the last race, there was that runner who was like quote unquote a bigger runner. She wasn't. That oh, because she was but, tall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Actually, she was um, close to like six foot or whatever, mm-hmm. and that wasn't the norm. Yeah. Or something like that. I don't yeah. know. Anyway. <laughs> oh yeah, they do mention like something about her weight too, though. Yeah. I'm like she's taller. Because they're normal. male commentators. Right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um. So it opens up with. Chris, basically at the 1976 Olympic qualifier. Mm-hmm. In um, Eugene, which is where I ran my first marathon. Oh, fun. And I ran on that track, because that's where the finish line is. <laughs> Get out. No, that's yeah. cool. It finishes there, because it's like a really famous field. Oh, wow. Yeah. You have track. like a real personal connection to this movie. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> you were there. I was there. Wow. <laughs> I was pretty much delusional by the time I got there, but... I can only imagine. I kind of remember it. Yeah. <laughs> um... And we are introduced to Chris and her father, who's mm-hmm. her coach at the time. Yeah. Um, also a major douchebag. Yeah. Definitely playing with her emotions and manipulating her. Um, Putting a lot of pressure on her. Yeah. She doesn't do that well, basically. She she comes in last, I think, in her race. I think so, too. I forget exactly. Or she hit a hurdle or something like that. Oh, yeah. That's right. Um, but, yeah, she comes last or is, like, penalized and, you know, ends up getting last place or whatever Mm -hmm. um yeah and her dad's just kind of yelling at her and she says something about like her leg and he's like tell me exactly how you're feeling Mm -hmm. like i need to know all this she's crying and he's just like on top of her like yeah yelling he and she just wants him to leave her alone yeah because i'm she's devastated Mm -hmm. um and we're also also introduced to tori at that point Um, yeah she watches yeah the race and, and then watches. Tori also competes. Yeah. And she watches her as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I said, man calls her the C word not even five minutes into this movie. Mm. Welcome to the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's just like, uh, <laughs> I am uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's and, Terry, right? Talking about Tori. Tori. Yeah, <laughs> Terry Tori. and Tori. Terry and Tori. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is Terry. I didn't know that he was the coach at the time. Yeah, um, me either. There was also, like, something really unsettling about this movie and, like, the um, the breath sounds. You found that unsettling? And I knew this was going to be a good point of contention. <laughs> well, I can definitely see how it could feel unsettling. For me, it really connected me to, like, the moment. Cause the athleticism. The athleticism of it. Yeah. of it. Because it really is, like... When there's a really concerted effort and you're just putting everything into it, there's also this kind of, like, intense focus mm-hmm. where, like, all you have is the breathing. You have, like, in their case, they have the starting blocks. They have their fingers on the tips, like, the tips of their fingers on the track. Like, just all these little details and the breathing is just, like, what you hear. I really liked that. It's super sensory. And, like, the sweat. Yeah, very sensory. Yeah. Like, the drops of sweat landing. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was, like, yeah, it really got you into the 
athleticism of it. Mm-hmm. I just, I guess because I'm not an athlete, I was just like, this is making me feel like a yeah. well, it, it was a, It was a lot of breathing, <laughs> so, yeah. And it's just a little, like, jarring in terms of, like, the, um, like, the volume of it. Yeah. But, um, I yeah, thought Yeah, the it, sound wasn't great. Like, just it's, as a technical thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do better, please. <laughs> um, but with that said, I did, like, the, um the sensory images of it. A lot mm-hmm. of this movie is, like, slowed down, mm-hmm. um, which I guess would make sense when you're in the moment yeah. because you have that extreme focus, mm-hmm. you know, especially at the start and near the start and near the end of races. Mm-hmm. It's like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> My face, by the way, was, like, very anxiety face. <laughs> I was like, Yeah. Oh my God, I can't believe it. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, yeah, there was times where I was, like, at the edge of my seat like yeah what's gonna happen Mm -hmm. I also really loved the sports montages where like they would have um all the girls doing their sports and it would like kind of knitted them together into like Mm -hmm. one long scene they did that a couple times I loved that oh yeah so like each person's throw or each person right exactly something like that but they all kind of shoot them Mm -hmm. as one yeah yeah I did like that I thought that it was really interesting yeah um the lesbian stuff? Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No. Nope. I was just going to say, anyway, what's the plot of this oh. movie? <laughs> so you were about to get into it, I so, think. So, beyond <laughs> athleticism, because mm. <laughs> who cares? Just kidding. Um, <laughs> the lesbian I'm not offended. <laughs> you should be. No. <laughs> the lesbian stuff starts, like, pretty soon. Yeah, like, almost immediately. <laughs> Which I was, like, not expecting. Again, no, the, the 80s took me for a loop. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, basically, like, Chris passes out after that meet or something like that. They're in a restaurant or a pub oh. or something. It's, like, kind of like a mess hall, I think, for all the qualifiers. Oh, maybe. I think so, because, like, everyone there yeah, is yeah, you're right. part of the Olympic qualifying thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she, yeah, she passes out in, like, the cafeteria or something like mm-hmm. that, and... Tori somehow feels the need to take care of this girl. Yeah. Um, Tori's a bit older. Yeah. More experienced. Um, where Chris is not. She's very young. Yeah. And I'm not dogging on Meryl Hemingway's voice or anything like that, but <laughs> she sounds so yeah. young. And she really, and she looks very young too. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't like unsettling too much, but like it brought the naivety of yeah. Chris's character. Like, it was really good. Mm-hmm. Like, she was a perfect person for this role, I think. Mm-hmm. She was awesome in this movie. Yeah. So they hang out. They're smoking some weed. Yeah. They're drinking. And they start arm wrestling. Yeah. They're kind of, like, bickering before that. Yeah. And Tori's Well, Tori like, was like, oh, I watched you in your race. You don't have, like, the guts to think you're going to win or whatever. Yeah. Like, you don't have the, the confidence. Yeah. And, um... Chris is like, oh, I can beat you in arm wrestling or whatever. Yeah, which I thought was, again, like, so naive. Like, that's yeah. like, a little, like a little kid thing. Like, well, I could beat you in arm yeah, wrestling. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, I beat all my brothers in arm wrestling. Yeah. But they arm wrestle, and it's, like, super erotic. I wrote that down. I was like, <laughs> the arm wrestling scene is erotic? Because <laughs> you don't expect it. But, like, they yeah. are going to town, and they are, like, it becomes, like, uncomfortably long. Oh, my God. It lasts forever. 
It like, felt like 20 minutes where they're just staring into each other's <gasps> eyes, sweating, yes. breathing really hard. <laughs> it's like, are they having sex right now? <laughs> and they do shortly after that. Yeah. But, like, I put that they, um, this, it sounds reminiscent of sex. Oh, yeah, for like, sure. the sounds that they're making because they're, like, um, like struggling to, mm-hmm. I don't know, the way that they're breathing. Yeah. There's um, the cinematography aspect of it. There's close-ups of lips, mm-hmm. sweat, skin. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you took this out of context and just, like, put it and just showed it to someone, mm-hmm. they might think it's a sex scene. Yeah, um, 100%. And I was, like, at first I wasn't, I didn't think that they might have sex. I thought this might be it. Like, yeah, I thought so, too. I was, like, oh, this is, like, the um, the allegory for sex. Yeah. Like, it's the metaphor because they couldn't possibly, like, it yeah. was the 80s. There's no way they would show it. <laughs> oh, but boy. Fast they. forward, like, 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. They're, like, naked in bed. They fucking. <laughs> yeah. Um, Full-on nudity. Yeah. Like, all the nudity. 80s. Not just boobs, but vaginas, too. <laughs> 80s bush. Yes. I'm ready for it. <laughs> um. Yeah, and Tori, after they arm wrestle, I forget who even wins. Like, it didn't matter at that point. I was just like... Chris, Chris won. I paid attention. Chris won. But it was because Tori kind of gave up. She was like, I need my arm for this competition in, like, two weeks or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Tori goes, I'm very fucking scared right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says stuff like, if I had what you had, I... Yeah. She's like comparing herself to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she kisses her. Yeah. Um, which I thought was like really sweet. It um, was, even though technically she didn't get consent, but no one ever does in movies, so whatever. Yeah. It's implied that she was into it. Chris was into it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously. <laughs> I think that's kind of like the consent. It's like, yeah. If someone, I don't know. I guess, no. It's a, people can kiss you a, back and not really want to. Yeah, I guess. it's true. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they do have some consensual sex. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, they're definitely both into that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's very clear. Yeah. But even that, like, this movie made me cringe so many times. Mm. And not just, oh, maybe it's partially because it's the 80s. Just the awkwardness. It's so awkward. It is really awkward. When she... So they're in bed. Mm -hmm. They're totes naked. (laughs) Just, you know, stroking on each other, having some post-coital cuddles. Yeah. (laughs) And Chris says something uh, about her dad and brothers paying her to tickle them. Yeah. And, like, give them light massages. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. Like, whatever. Yeah. But it just seemed a little strange, especially with the comment afterwards. She said to Tori, my brothers and dad would say you have a carpenter's body. Or something like that. Oh, that's right. Flat as a board and easy to nail. It, that reminded me of below her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> because of the carpenter but, thing. But. Anyway. Chris also says that her dad and brother's tell her that like her body is a carpenter's dream yeah i'm like what yeah in what world do you talk to your siblings and say like you're fuckable yeah that's gross or your to me. daughter yeah or especially your daughter yeah. like that's disgusting i mean her family's clearly pretty fucked up yeah i just I don't we don't know. see that much of them but yeah the little that we do see is like not exactly healthy <laughs> yeah it's it's a little strange it makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, 
There's another person doing donuts in this movie. Tori does some donuts. Oh, that's right. It's not attractive, people. No, it's not. Especially she was doing it in the middle of the street. At that's least that not, other guy was yeah. doing it like in a parking lot or it's whatever. It's not safe. No, guys. it's really unsafe. Like Apparently, Chris moves in with Tori immediately. Yeah, they totally... Because the next scene is they're buying groceries and going home. Yeah. And they both live there now. Yeah, and they're, like, running on the beach. They're having this, like, happy life. That running on the beach scene was so ridiculous Which one? The first one. I know. The first (laughs) one where they were, like, so giggly and there was so much close-up on, like, their briefs that they were running in, like, their butts and stuff. There was a lot of that in this movie. There was, and that was very male-gazy. Yeah. I was kind of, like, struggling with whether or not it was male-gazy. I decided that, yeah, it was. Um, because they showed, like, ways that the body is athletic in different yeah, ways. Yeah, that's true. That they didn't need to do so many, like, pelvic and ash shots. That's, that's what I thought. And that's exactly what I thought. there's a ton of that in this movie. There is. Especially um, there's that one montage where they're all jumping over the pole. And it's then just crotch it in your face. literally <laughs> crotch in your face. Like, it's a full screen of just crotch. For like 30 <laughs> fucking seconds. Yeah, just, like, one crotch after another. They're all jumping over that fucking... <laughs> Whatever it's called. I almost said log. It's not a log. Yeah, it's whatever. Some pole or pole. whatever. Thank you. Yeah. I clearly don't do sports. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that sport, so I'm also just guessing. But, but I think that that's looks super called. fun. I would do that sport. I want to get, <laughs> get ripped. I want to jump real high. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that was. Ugh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but the sex scene, I didn't think was very male gazy. No. It was like. Really, I don't know. It was intimate, and even though there was full nudity, there, it wasn't like close-ups and, I don't know. Well, because I think part of it, oops, I think part of it is that they, they don't show, like, them actually having sex. That's true. It's mostly afterwards. Yeah, you're right. The cuddling you're right. parts. They do, like, make out afterwards. But yeah. Yeah, you're right. It shows, like, their whole body, though. Mm-hmm. It do, it's not, like, super Right, right. On. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but you're right. They kind of move in together, like, immediately. Mm-hmm. Chris is, like, reading her books for school. Mm-hmm. Tori's just reading. And they're, like, <laughs> yeah. having they're this being, very... They're being such lesbians. I know. I was, like, waiting just, for like, a cat sitting. to, like... I know, me too. <laughs> walk across I was, like, them. there must be a cat in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> just waiting for it. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely U-Haul very fast. Yes. <laughs> um, they also go to Columbia, and I'm not sure what this is for, so, like, later on when they are a team, is right. that, like, another qualifier or something? Okay, so we kind of skipped a part where, like, Tori decides that Chris needs to be on, trained with her team. Yeah. Um, instead of, like, doing whatever her dad is telling her to do as her coach. Yeah, and Coach She's Terry like, doesn't yeah. want right. Chris She's on like, the team. Terry needs to coach you, too. You need to be on the team with us. And Terry's like, fuck no. <laughs> but then he says, okay, she can train with us, but she's not on the team. I'm not going to coach her. And so there's this whole thing of, like, she's kind of the mule for the team, like, doing all the dirty work for them. And then she can also train with them sometimes. But then he, she impresses him at one point um, by running really fast. And he's like, okay, fine, I'll coach yeah. you. So there's, that's, like, a whole drawn-out thing, yeah. I feel we like. We should also mention, I totally forgot, so... At this point, I think Tori and Terry are boyfriend-girlfriend. Okay, I was really confused about that, and I wrote down, like, what is their relationship? I think it is because she, because Tori says, 
when they're first hanging out together before they have sex, they're talking about, like, Chris says off the cuff, like, oh, what's your what's your boyfriend like or something like that. Oh, right. And she talks about Terry. Okay. And I, and, like, they kind of, like, flirt together. Yeah. When, you know, Chris is doing all the mule stuff um, right. for them. Um, yeah, they, like, physically flirt. They're, like, wrestling on the yeah. ground and stuff. <laughs> yeah, but it's not, like. Uh, yeah, it's never really... I guess they are official, but later on they they do break up. And yeah. It's, it's very... That's real weird. It's a very odd sort of relationship. Yeah. And it just... I think it just kind of, like, fizzles out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It was super strange. But anyway, they go to, like, the... So when they're all a team, mm-hmm. they go to Columbia, and at one point... It must be, like, a qualifier thing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's some kind of competition. And, yeah, 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 some kind of competition. It might be a qualifier. I think you're right. And basically they separate, I don't know, I don't know if they separate them, but basically they have all these rules mm-hmm. for the athletes, and they say to the girls specifically, no men. Right. They said the women, I should say, specifically no men, um, which reminded me of um, uh, A League of Their Own. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that? I love that movie. Yeah, it's so good. Um, where it's like, they s- gave him all these rules, and one of them was like, you can't have men in yeah. your house. But and they're was, like, ha we don't want men. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was like the 40s. Yeah, this is yeah. This is the 40 years later. Yeah. Um, almost Yeah, because it takes place later. in 1980. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, you know, a little bit less. Or like less, 79, 80. Yeah, a little bit From less. From 76, 80. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, keep going. Yeah, so a little bit less than 40 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just kind of like, do you think they tell the guys that? Like, don't yeah. get caught with a girl in your room. No. No. And it's like, what are they supposed to do if they want to hook up with another athlete? Like, just go to the guy's room and, like, hope for the best? I'm sure they have a curfew they have to stick to as well. And it's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I think the idea is don't hook up with other athletes, but... I remember reading this whole article about, like, the Olympics, and that's all they do. Oh, yeah. They have, like, I heard they have huge baskets of, like, condoms and stuff yeah. around. And it's just, like, yeah, it's a, it's a big party. Yeah. And you're around all these, like, awesome athletes, and yeah. you all have this, like, common interest. I don't know. That's pretty. It's just, like, I mean, that's what the gay games was like, but I feel like that was because it was the gay games. I think it's just probably people in general, too. Yeah. Just, like, you're right. It's just people. They like to get together and <laughs> fuck. <laughs> it's hookup culture. It is. It's true. <laughs> um, you know, at least there are condoms around, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully dental dams. And dental dams. Well, you can make a dental dam out of it. That's condom. true. Anyway, speaking of things Anyways. that you shouldn't put in your mouth, <laughs> Chris ate something. <laughs> After she was specifically told not yeah. to. <laughs> she was like, it'll be fine. And then she got Montezuma's Revenge. Oh my god, that she was like, very sick. It seemed like the most intense food poisoning mm-hmm. ever. Like she's told to smoke opium. Yeah, and she does. Yeah, to like get rid of the cramping and yeah. stuff like that, and it seems to work. But right. it's like, imagine. And then <laughs> she competes like the next day. Yeah, right. I don't so unrealistic. Get it. I was like, I don't know about that. Yeah. Um, but I remember thinking, like, imagine being so sick that someone's like, yeah, you need to take this like extremely illegal narcotic mm-hmm. to feel better. Yeah. Be like, uh. <laughs> But then again, people give pain pills all the time. And yeah, like, I mean, there's a whole epidemic of it. Dang. It's just the pills now, it's not smoking. My mind is blown. Yep. <laughs> but we won't talk about 
pharmaceuticals and all the conspiracy Damn of the it. government told the poor people. I was ready to go on a rant about that. Sarah, what the fuck? Uh, different podcast. <laughs> um, so, oh, yeah, they go to, like, this party afterwards. And while well, they're still in Columbia, I think. And Fleetwood Max, you make love and fun is on. And it's awesome. Oh, I love that song. <laughs> I used to listen to Fleetwood Mac all the time in high school. I was obsessed with them. I and Joni Mitchell. And that song brought me back. I love Fleetwood Mac. Mm. I yeah, I love Christine McVie's songs spe- specifically. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love Stevie Nicks. She's my grandmother. But <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, all of Christine McVie's songs really make me happy. And that is—it's a really interesting choice of song for this scene because Tori and Chris like kiss. Terry sees them. Yeah, and that's another thing. They don't hide it. That they're together. No. Um, and no one cares. No, Except no one cares. for Tori, who's a jealous, manipulative asshole. Terry? But, yeah, Terry. Okay. Oh, sorry, um, that's what I meant. Did I say Tori? I don't know. Whatever. It's, <laughs> they're so close together. I can't really hear very well because I'm kind of stuffed up. I'm a little sick. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I meant Terry. And, of course, they have to have similar names. Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> um, yeah, so Tori kind of... She's super drunk, too. Yeah. And she's high, and she takes... Terry into like a bathroom or something and she just apologizes to him mm-hmm. and I think that's when they break up in a sense okay. because she's saying like yeah I'm in love with her yeah you know without saying it right so right they're just like kind of holding each other and crying and mm. it's it's a sweet moment but you can tell that yeah. whatever was going on is definitely over now yeah, yeah. I wouldn't call it sweet because nothing involving Terry was sweet to me <laughs> I was really creeped out by him I mean he's a creep yeah but I see your point <laughs> I guess just, I maybe because I expect the worst, and I expected him to be like fucking dykes, blah blah blah. Yeah. But he honestly, wasn't. I thought he was gonna rape her. Yeah. In that, because he was actually the oh. one who pushed her into that. He like pulled someone else out of the room, and then closed the door, and I was like, oh shit. There was another scene where I thought he was gonna. Yeah. He was gonna rape Chris. Oh yeah. Um, and I was very very nervous. I know. Me too. Ugh. Um. Yeah. That scene was problematic in so many ways oh my god so much uh, um and from then on that's when he becomes like a super creep around chris he kind of gets like a little too handsy with her mm-hmm. and like part of me wanted to be like he's being a coach and he needs to show her like how to move her body but i was like some of this is just not yeah. right well and that's also i think when he tells chris that he wants her to compete in the pentathlon, which is Tori's yeah. event. And that's, yeah, that's when he kind of starts putting them against right. each other. So, and then he just, like, Tori keeps trying to help Chris, like, um, improve her technique and stuff. And Terry's just like, oh, she's just trying to make you do things that you're not supposed to do so that she can beat you because there's only two spots and whatever. Yeah. Um, and so he gets in their heads, and that's the gaslighting thing. Yeah, he's basically insinuating that um, to Chris that Tori wants to hurt her chances. Mm-hmm. Um, and at one point, like, Chris does get hurt. And yeah. it's by pure accident yeah. that it was um, partially Tori's fault. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tori, again, did not mean it. It was yeah. just a mistake. Yeah. The little marker got caught on her shoe, and she accidentally moved it. And like, She moved it on purpose. Are you sure? Yeah, because, um, but she didn't move it, like, in a precise way. She did move it with her foot. 
But didn't it get caught on her foot again, and then she... Maybe. I guess it doesn't matter. But... I know that she moved it. She told Chris that she should move it, like, a couple inches or whatever, mm-hmm. so that because her center of gravity needs to be lower or something like Yeah, that. I think she wanted her to take longer steps so she would, yeah. like, be able to harness more energy. Right. Something, something like that. I don't Some know. Some physics bullshit. <laughs> Do you think that she was... I actually wasn't sure. I didn't think so. But I could see maybe she was. I think she was probably a little jealous of the attention that she was getting totally. from Terry. And I think, I think once um, Chris was hurt, she felt really bad. Yeah. And I'm not sure if she felt bad because she knew something like that was going to happen or, or like knew it was possible. Yeah. And or if it was just because... She really loves Chris and yeah. didn't, didn't mean to. Yeah, all of this kind of serves as a way that they end up breaking up their mm-hmm. relationship. That I think that is the final straw. Yeah. Once Chris gets injured, she really doesn't trust Tori anymore. Mm-hmm. And Tori's like, she kind of can see what's going on between uh, Terry and Chris and mm-hmm. like the, the wedge that Terry is putting in between them. But she just like... You know, she kind of kind of takes a high road, and she's like, okay, I'm just going to leave. Yeah. I'm going to move out. And yeah. she does her own thing, but is still going to. <laughs> Unfortunately, she moves into Terry's house. Chris? Yeah. Yeah, because Terry is like, I'll take care of you. Yeah. And that is the most. I hate that scene. I hate it so much. He, like, gives her a bowl of ice cream. She's like this. Her knee is iced and elevated. She's just lying there on his couch, and he's, yeah. like, ironing a shirt and saying all these really weird things. And the phone keeps ringing. Yeah, and, and it's he's like, right, don't answer it. Yeah, and it's right next to Chris. Yeah. And she just needs to, like, get up and answer it. And he's like, don't answer the phone. Yeah. And he rips it off. Yeah. Like, rips the line out of the wall mm-hmm. and throws it against so, throws it against another wall. Yeah. It's like, uh, all of a sudden he got, like, super aggressive. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I'm not safe anymore. Right, exactly. And she looks scared. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. She looks terrified. Yeah. And he's kind of, like, trying to backpedal, and he's like, it's okay, it's okay. And he, like, goes to sit next to her on the bed, and, and then, she kind yeah. of, like, cringes. And he, like, leans over her. He leans over, kisses her. Yeah. Um, and, like, his, lies on top of her. Yeah, he puts his body on her, yeah. and she's just kind of like, mm, and yeah. she definitely does not consent, and she just no. kind of, like, turns away. Yeah. Um, And the reason why he... I think throws the phone is because he thinks it's Tori on the other line. Probably. Or he's upset that Chris hopes it's Tori on the other line. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, he's got a lot of issues. He does. And he is not, not a good guy. Ugh. Yeah. That's so weird. Ugh. That's yeah. And he says, all you worry about is your fucking girlfriend. Yeah, he does say that. After he throws the phone. It's like, oh, really? Yeah. Who are you worrying about? (laughs) Right? All you Um, worry about is your fucking girlfriend. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I actually, I wrote down a lot of this scene because it, like, was so problematic. Yeah. He starts belittling women. He says um, about, like, his coaching, I had a chance to work with men. Right. But blah, 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 blah. I didn't really want to. And I was like, because you want to prey on women. Yeah. That's why you chose to be a women's coach. It reminded me of the whole, like, USA Gymnastics shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was, like, so reminiscent of that. And I was like, oh. Yeah. And he kept saying things like, oh, like, a, ma- a male athlete would never forget his Tampax or, like, stupid shit like that. Yeah, because you know? a male athlete usually doesn't have a period. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. And he I says, think that was his point. Yeah. Like, male athletes, they're so much easier. It's just like, ugh. 
even though they're the biggest drama queens. <laughs> if you ever watch like soccer? a football or a soccer game, oh my god, <laughs> like suck it up. I remember watching like the women's World Cup a couple of cups ago, and there was like someone on the U.S. national team got fucking like headbutted in the face mm. by another female. <laughs> And, like, nose was bleeding everywhere. Yep. And it was, playing. like, a fucking mess. And, like, someone stepped on someone else's face. And it was, like, a real, like, red card situation. Yeah. But you go to, like, men's soccer and they're, like, poke. Ah! I know. They're <laughs> rolling around on the ground for 20 minutes. Like, oh, I hurt so much. <laughs> and I saw this photo recently of this marathon runner. I'm not sure if it was a marathon, but it was some kind of running uh-huh. event. And she had gotten a bloody nose during the event. But. Oh, no. Like, not because she got hit. It just, I guess it just happened. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But she was like, well, I'm not going to let that stop me. And there's this picture of her finishing. (laughs) It's just, like, blood all on her face and, like, on her bib. And she looks like like a zombie. Oh, my God. That was, like, like, so badass. Like, who did you fucking kill? I know. (laughs) Exactly. Who did you eat? (laughs) Like, but imagine that, like, coming at you. Not that you have eyes in the back of your head. But, like, you pass them and you're like, oh, my God. (laughs) They have blood all over the I mean, it was a jarring photo even to see on Instagram. I was like, whoa, holy crap. (laughs) Anyway, that's besides the point. Yeah. So, he... Tori heals in one day after swimming. (laughs) Right? I mean, not Tori. Chris. Sorry. Chris. Chris was injured. Um... There's also one other thing that oh, okay. he said go that ahead. I thought was really strange. He said, why don't you guys go eat each other or whatever you do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, like, simultaneously barked in my mouth, <laughs> laughed, and cringed all at once. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, what a great line. <laughs> I was like, uh. <laughs> And I actually felt very uncomfortable by that because it was, like, yeah. definitely, like, hate speech. Yeah. I wasn't saying it to be funny. No. It's funny when you say it, but yeah. it's not funny when you no, say if, it. No, if a guy, like, came in here and said that to me, I'd be like... Yeah, no. I'd be really scared. I have one other question. Yes. Which is, Chris has indigenous heritage? Is that right? Yeah, they do say that she is um, Native American at the beginning. Yeah. And so, that she's registered with the Indian Affairs or whatever. I wonder called. why that was part of this movie, like, why they made a point of that. Because... That is another one of the racist things. That that's do. so racist. There's so many racist things around that. And she even They call her, that. like, a dumb Indian. Yeah, and yeah. she's like, oh, I'm a dumb Indian or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, oh, Tori says, don't play... You? Yeah, don't play the dumb Indian card or yeah, whatever. Yeah, why was like, that... That had no role in this movie at all. No, her hair... I mean, obviously, racism should never, like, have a... Role. Be a <laughs> society, but... Thing, but, like... <laughs> But it also is. because it had nothing to do with the plot, they could have just said, don't exactly. be dumb. Exactly. Don't act dumb. Yeah. Um, so it, it is a little strange, and I, yeah. wonder, I wonder why. I feel like they put a lot of racist stuff in here that, I mean, obviously racism doesn't it's need never to necessary. be anywhere. Like, it's just, <laughs> yeah. but I just was like, how does this further your story? And I think that's part of just what, you know, makes this such an 80s film. It's like yeah. we're watching it now as, you know, waking adults mm-hmm. of the millenniums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, that is literally useless. It doesn't add anything yeah. to this film. Why have it? It makes it a million times worse. It makes it a million times like, worse. Like, this movie could have been. It had so much potential. <laughs> I, I mean, overall, it, yeah. it was. Anyway. Oh, yeah, but there are some, yeah, cringy racist moments. You're yeah. like, fuck. Um, it doesn't... I wrote LOL throat punch, but I forgot. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know I what forgot. that is. <laughs> I think Chris throat punches Terry after he 
kisses her? What? No, or right before he kisses. Yeah, right before he kisses her, she punches him in the throat. <laughs> what? Yeah. In that scene where in she's... In the bed. Really? Yeah. And How did says, I miss that? Yeah, because... And that's when he gets on the bed and he says, I care about her, too. He kisses her. Um, and oh. Chris says something about whatever... Enough of whatever else you think I need. But she, like, oh, turns yeah. away, like, yeah. I don't want this. Yeah. Please stop being on my body. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, she goes to the pool the next day and is miraculously healed. Yep. <laughs> she hobbles in on her crutches, then she... <laughs> Takes off her ace bandage, gets in the pool, and... Swims up a lap. And swims, and then the next scene, she's working out in the gym with... Sarah, why don't you just <laughs> Go swimming. I am. I'm... All your ailments I signed up. Held. I signed up for half Ironman, so I have to learn how to swim well now. I have to learn how to swim, period. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> half Ironman? Yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. Again, not an athlete. <laughs> It's it's definitely enough. I would don't think I would ever do an Iron Man. Holy shit! Yeah, I don't even know. Anyway, <laughs> I couldn't do an eighth Iron Man. <laughs> um, I wrote a literal male gaze in the pool. Yes, there's a literal male gaze in this movie. Mm-hmm. From what's his face? I forget his it name. It also happens in the gym. Denny. Yes. His name's Denny. Denny. Mm-hmm. Of Denny. Yeah, Denny. You're right. <laughs> Yeah. Of Denny's? Of Denny's. Like the breakfast chain? Yeah. <laughs> the diner chain. Just kidding, I of made the that Denny up. family. <laughs> the, the famous Denny's. Or the Denny's. Seattle Denny's. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know them. I don't know her. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, Denny's a swimmer. And he's looking at... I almost said Meryl Hemingway. He's looking at Chris in the pool. Yeah. And he's so distracted by her beauty and her body. Body, her body, her body, yadi That he <laughs> smacked his head on the pool, which I was like, "Thank God." Yeah, that was pretty funny. Because <laughs> like, like you're dumb. <laughs> one, you can never see that clearly in the water. Yeah, he doesn't even have goggles on. I don't think. Yeah, <laughs> you can never see that clearly. Um, and she's literally just on a kickboard. She's not even like swimming. No, she's just doing some yeah. PT. <laughs> and then they go into the gym together, and yeah. she just like owns him in the gym, which is my favorite thing. Yeah, she knows so much more about what she's doing, mm-hmm. and he's just like trying to impress her, and it's just really not working. Yeah, that's hilarious. The weight machines and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but I also wrote down, and I didn't mean for this to be like victim blaming or anything like that, but she's so trusting. Yeah. That it's sort of problematic. Um, yeah, she really is. Like, when... Or at least she feels like she can never say no to things. Yeah, and I don't know Yeah, what it is, but maybe it's because she wanted to kind of, like, assert her dominance and say, like, I mm. know what the fuck I'm doing, yeah. you don't, you stupid yeah. idiot. <laughs> um, but, like, at one point, she has him spot her... Mm-hmm. while she's lifting weights and he doesn't know what he's doing no um and she's like, luckily but, she's strong yeah. as fuck and she can do it easily by like, herself she like tells him to get in place and stuff like that and like, yeah so she's gonna he, spot him yeah and then she spots him and then but he puts his face like right in between her legs yeah like not in a way that she did with him like, right he was yeah spotting. that's true it becomes like super but apparently it doesn't bother her. No, it doesn't bother her. Yeah. But it's like... She I think she's really focused on the exercise at that yeah. point. And she keeps telling him not to arch his back. Yeah. And she's like, don't do it. I know. <laughs> and he, like, can't lift as much as she can. Oh, no, no, at all. That's funny. Um, 
And I think it's meant to be like, oh, he's so distracted by her crotch that he can't lift. It's yeah, like, nah. it's just like He's just an asshole. It's just, just another male asshole. It's just so... I don't know. Yeah. It's just... It's super awkward. The most awkward movie in... Or scene in this entire movie is also with uh, Denny. I keep wanting to call him Steve for some reason. When he gets out of bed? <laughs> yeah. You just when he gets expect, out of bed? Yeah, I didn't expect the male nudity. Oh, it wasn't that? even that. Oh, okay. Like... I figured at this point we've oh, seen... Oh, the pee scene? The pee scene. I thought that was funny. That was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> well, I thought it was... <laughs> I guess it was funny. I just was like, what is happening? <laughs> so, yeah, so essentially they end up dating. Yeah. Um, they become boyfriend-girlfriend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and at one point they're in uh, Denny's house, I believe. Or no, whatever, I think it's or apartment, hers. Or Tori's apartment. Yeah, whatever. because Tori got her own... Or no, Chris got her own apartment. It's Chris's Chris, apartment. that's what I mean. Yeah. Sorry. We keep confusing <laughs> Chris moved out of Tori's, and then yeah. she got her own place okay. after that really weird night with, what's his face, Terry. Terry. Um, and yeah, so they're post-coital in yeah. her place, and he's like, like just, watching TV. Yeah, Denny's like, I just need to go to the bathroom. She's like, oh, let me come with you. Yeah, and she's like, like, I've always wanted to pee standing up. Yeah. She's like, I want to hold it. <laughs> and he's like, I can't. I, I know. can't do this. And so she's just like standing behind him, like holding his penis over the toilet. Yeah, and he's like, I can't yeah. pee with you in here. And she goes, yes, you can. And then she turns the faucet on so that he'll like want to pee. But it works. It worked. <laughs> but it's she's like, smart. why are you doing that? I don't um, get it. Anyway. <laughs> that was weird. I thought it was their relationship together, Denny and Chris, it's very late in the movie that they mm-hmm. get together. So it seemed a little, like, forced to me. Yeah, I um, agree. And I don't really know why Denny had to be part of the movie. Because um, um, one of the women who loves women always has to end up with a man. At least one. So I read a review uh-huh. about that, actually. Um, let me try to pull it up. So this is from the New York Times. Um, it's called Personal Best Olympic Love by Vincent Canby. And it is a review from when the movie came out in 1982. Um, let's see. One of the things the reviewer says is having posed the question of how you compete with a body you've already surrendered to your opponent the movie allows the love affair of chris and tori to drift into the oblivion of a platonic friendship after chris has successfully left her homosexual hurdle to fall Mm. in love with men yes that's a really good sentence yeah i like that um and i feel like that that is the case like at least one of them needed to with a man Mm -hmm. yeah i mean that's like one of the og tropes right (laughs) but good on that i'm assuming it's a man who wrote this article yeah good on him for like calling it out yeah um in 1982 yeah um it's interesting because like i don't know honestly like i don't know what chris would see in denny oh god no he's like she even like rolls he's so boring (laughs) yeah she even like rolls her eyes when he gets like the door for her she's like what the fuck yeah like i don't need any of this like macho mm-hmm. stuff and like she clearly knows that yeah. she's like stronger than mm-hmm. him or whatever and he's like trying so hard to be this toxic toxic masculinity man. yeah yeah <laughs> um 
Yeah, there's really nothing interesting about him. Yeah. At one point, he does say, like, um, he's trying to get Chris to, like, come out and say that she dated Tori. Oh, right. Um, and he was like, of course, they're, like, the two hottest girls in San Luis Ob- Ob- Obispo. Obispo. Slow. <laughs> um, as the locals call it, I guess. <laughs> um, and he's kind of, like, pressuring her. She looks yeah. really uncomfortable. Um, and eventually he says... So I'm not sure how he even knew that. I guess they weren't. They, they weren't just, keeping it a secret, Yeah, they weren't. And I think it was But just, how did he... He didn't know them. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. Maybe word travels fast around sports <laughs> bars. I don't know. Um, but he says, I think we both like great-looking girls. Mm-hmm. Which was like... Because eh. she kind of con- confessed, quote-unquote confessed. She was like, yeah, we dated. Yeah. And she was like, what do you think about that? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, don't ask him that. Yeah. And just... then he goes, oh, we love beautiful women. Yeah. And it's funny because, actually, so Denny looks kind of like this guy. Hopefully he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> who, asked, <laughs> who asked me out one time. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I don't think he will. Um, this is not his target, his target podcast. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, some guy who was in the running group that I run with, he asked me out one time, and I was like, oh, sorry, I'm, like, all the way gay, so all I'm not way. really interested, but thanks anyway. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I love women, too. I'm like, <laughs> why do you have to qualify that? Like, like I, I know, I get it. It's okay. Like, cool. <laughs> yeah, like, Are we cool. supposed to be all right. bros Yeah, now? like, I'm not your bro. Okay, bye. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to, like, suddenly go into this, like, locker room talk. Yeah, no. And, like, yeah, <laughs> all that shit. Yeah. Um, anyway. The very end of this movie, I thought, was really funny. <laughs> so they get through a qualifier. Mm-hmm. Um, that match was intense. Yeah. The whole, like, I didn't write any of it down because it was just, like, you're I just was just, watching. yeah, engrossed. Yeah, you're just super engrossed in yeah. all the athleticism of it yeah. all um and like it's a big race so it's like who's gonna win yeah. and like everyone you care about is running it <laughs> <laughs> and they're like at least for tori and chris like chris looks like she's in the in the running to be the top three and she's going to go to moscow should mm-hmm. they have the olympics which they um, they actually knew at that point that they weren't going to okay i wasn't sure yeah so that like quote-unquote was their olympics yeah um and then Tori, though, is fourth currently, and she needs to be mm. someone else in order to get into the top three. So mm-hmm. it's very much like, <gasps> yeah. will she do it? And Chris is in the lead for a long time. Yeah, um, but um, Chris and Tori both medal, mm-hmm. so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> they both qualify. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're on their little podiums, and <laughs> Tori says, he's awful cute for a guy. I know. <laughs> and then Chris goes, are you shitting me right now? And I'm like, what is this conversation? <laughs> I thought it was really funny because yeah. it's like, you know, they're both okay with yeah. the way things turned out. Yeah. It's um, nice that they were both alive and friendly, at least, at the end of this movie. Yeah. And which I think is... More than you can say for a lot of lesbian storylines, yeah. especially at this point. Yeah, and it's what you want out of a, out of a relationship. You want to make sure that, like, yeah. you know, usually you stay on good terms and mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but yeah, it's good that they didn't let it like drive a further wedge between them yeah which i thought was really cool mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Overall. Yeah. That was a good movie. Yeah, I liked it. You should watch it if you like athletes. You're a runner. Yeah. If you like women doing sports. I love watching women do sports. So if you love that, this movie is right up your alley. That's the gayest thing you've ever said. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I feel honored. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You're holding your bouquet of roses on your podium. (laughs) Thanks, I won gay today. Um, yeah, I thought it was really interesting, and for someone who isn't involved in athletics as mm-hmm. not an athlete, um, I do like watching women's soccer occasionally, mm-hmm. um, but, yeah, I thought it was, it was really interesting, and, um, again, like I said, it's, it's this movie that I have been meaning to see ever since I was basically 14. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so not when, that long ago. No, no. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> um, 15 years ago? Holy shit. Oh my god. <laughs> We're old ladies now. <laughs> um, but basically, I remember, like, I have this vivid memory of I was on After Ellen back when it was a legitimate website. Yeah. And good. Yeah. Whatever. It's not anymore. It's, That's a long story. It's but really sad. And it's a shitty. I'm really upset about it. Yeah. Um, but I remember reading uh, Sarah Warren, I believe it was, who mm-hmm. used to own After Ellen. Oh, cool. um, And she was, like, the editor-in-chief. She created it all. Oh, nice. Um, really cool. Back when it was quality content <laughs> and not clickbait. Yeah. Um, basically, though, um, she wrote a review about it. And this was back in, you know, 2004. Mm. Um, so this was – and she was talking about why it matters even then. And I was trying to think about, like, why it Why matters. personal best matters? Yeah, why okay. personal best matters. Um, even in the 2004 landscape of gay culture mm. and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but you think about it now in the 2018 culture yeah. and you're like, I think it, it matters in the sense of, like, you know, the, just getting an understanding of what life was like in the 80s for someone who was queer. Mm-hmm. Um, though I do think... But in a very specific world. And, and I was just about elite to say athletics. Yeah, and in a very specific place, they're mostly in mm-hmm. California at the mm-hmm. time, Southern California. So it's like, it's different. Mm-hmm. I have friends who were in Washington, you know, rural Washington in the '80s, and fuck no, you did not yeah. kiss your girlfriend. You did not hold. Even their now hand. in rural Washington. Yeah. I mean, Seattle's like, as you gay know, as you can get. yeah, really <laughs> gay. But like, you leave. It's a. I feel like it's like that, all along both coasts where like the coasts are known for being super liberal but it's really well i don't know the word liberal is (laughs) anyway it's tainted gay friendly i guess queer friendly um but and even in the city there's a lot of discrimination still oh yeah tons um and a lot of hate but it's like really potent when you leave yeah I, so I drove out here from Rhode Island. Mm, I um, drove out here from Maine. <laughs> nice. And I was, I was married at the time. Mm-hmm. And I remember specifically telling my ex-wife, like, we can't hold hands. Like, yeah. we have to make sure that we're, like, really safe. And I remember being in South Dakota or something. Mm. And we were getting gas and it was, like, super rural. Saw, like, an Amish or Mennonite family walking around and I was like whoa <laughs> this is like more than i had ever imagined yeah um, well the amish aren't gonna do hate crimes i don't think probably not but you could say the same about christians <laughs> yeah um well Christ- aren't amish christian 
Aren't they like a kind of Christian? Yeah, but I'm just saying people who say they're a Christian. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I assume, yeah, I think they believe in Jesus. Anyway, I this has like been that, your Amish lesson. Yes. <laughs> I once went to an Amish, never mind. I went to Amish country, too. <laughs> in Pennsylvania? Uh, no, I went, there's like one Amish place in Maine. Oh. And they like do farming, and I was studying farming, and so we like oh, went there. Oh, that makes sense. And they they were like so nice. They're awesome. Yeah. I and they turned butter and it was really cool. Yeah, they're quality handmade stuff. Yeah. This is anyway. How much men night course? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So I thought the same thing. Like I drove by the time I got to South Dakota, Montana. Like I was alone. Mm-hmm. Um. And I had long hair and stuff. I'm, like, very straight passing, or at least I was at that point. Now I have shorter hair, so I don't know. Whatever. But I was also alone, so. Um, That's a different kind of being aware of your surroundings. Yeah. Yeah. But I did think, like, oh, no one would, like, know that I'm queer if I didn't tell them. Yeah. So, like, no one would target me for that. Yeah. Just, but I did think about, like, what if I was traveling with a partner or, like, what if I looked more queer? Yeah. What would, whatever that means. Yeah. <laughs> Stereotypically queer. Yeah, so in a sense, this film, you know, gives you a realistic and unrealistic mm-hmm. expectation of what it was like to be gay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. But I liked it regardless. Yes. It was a good movie. And I'm glad I finally got to see it. Me too. Because for a while it was a big part of the, you know, uh, lesbian culture, mm. <laughs> media culture. Yeah. I remember telling my uh, friend who, you know, was gay in the 80s in rural Washington. I was like, I'm watching Personal Best for my podcast. She was like, oh, with Mariel Hemingway? Yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> and I was just like, I wasn't expecting her to be like, to even know what it was. Yeah. I don't know why. Um, but of course, it's like, just like now, you back then, you kind of like, draw, you're drawn to those movies and things like that, that you feel like show you or help yeah. define who you are and mm-hmm. yeah you're somehow connected to yeah so. for sure it gives me the warm fuzzies hmm. plus women and sports 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 <laughs> all right let us know what you think listeners please uh rate review subscribe mm-hmm. email us at galpalswatch at gmail.com hit us oh yeah. go ahead no hit us up on instagram <laughs> at galpalswatch you can tweet at us at uh, Gal Pals Watch on Twitter. And we have a Tumblr at galpalswatchthepodcast.tumblr.com, the gay web. Yes. <laughs> All right, and we hope you have a wonderful gay day. Yay. Bye. Yay! <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> do it. Of course, I can't not. Gay. <laughs> <laughs>